Sub Freaks, it's your boy Marty here to introduce this rip of Rabbit Hole Recap, tight coffee rip on a Thursday morning in September. You stumbled on your name there, sir. <laughs> something going on. I don't even know who I am anymore, Logan. Who am I? I don't know. Did you know before? Yeah. Okay, he knew. He li- he just lied to you, freaks. We got a liar <laughs> in the studio. This is not my good. real name's Bits. <laughs> Bits the ad guy. Speaking of ad guy, I'm an ad guy. And this rip was brought to you by Unchained. They're right down the hall here. They're building a financial platform of the future, leveraging Bitcoin and its native multi-sig properties. Across their product lines, they leverage multi-sig to make sure that your Bitcoin is secure, that it's auditable, and that you have peace of mind. They have their Vault product, which is two or three multi-sig product where you hold two keys. Unchained holds one, collaborative custody. You always have control of your Bitcoin. Unchained's always there to be the second in the two or three multi-sig quorum if you need them. They have their lending product, which is a two or three multi-sig in which you hold one key. Use Bitcoin as collateral. You get U.S. dollar liquidity, so you don't have to sell your Bitcoin. Get the tax benefits from that. They have their trading desk, which allows you to buy Bitcoin and send it straight to your cold storage vault, your two or three multi-sig. They have an IRA product that allows you to hold your own keys again in a two or three multi-sig in which you hold two keys. Uh, You can transition your Bitcoin into an IRA um, or you can transition your current IRA into a Bitcoin IRA and hold your own keys. It's a beautiful thing. Go hit up their consultation team to learn about all these products. Just do it. Just call them, figure it out, see what they're all about. Go to unchained.com slash consultation. Tell them the rabbit hole recap sent you. Tell them. So unchained.com slash consultation. This trip was also brought to you by good friends at CoinKite. CoinKite builds the best hardware in the industry, whether it's this block clock right behind me or the MK4. They've got the Q1 that is uh, due to be released at some point in the future. Who knows exactly when, but uh, the Q4 is uh, got the same guts as the MK4 to secure elements. Uh, it's got a full keyboard. It's got a QR scanner, a battery pack. Uh, they've also got the SATS card. I've got a very interesting SATS card right here that was given to me by Vivek last week. It says cry harder. That's funny. It's a good gift. You can load this up with Bitcoin. Uh, you tap it on the back of your phone. It's NFC enabled. You get an address that's associated with this. The private key lives on this card right here, this credit card form factor. You load it up with Bitcoin and it, you use it when you're giving money to people. It's a great wedding gift. Great wedding gift. Loaded up with Bitcoin. Hand it over. No need for cash. No need to Venmo the couple that just got married. I think that's poor form, poor taste. But it's a big trend these days. Give them a SATS card instead. Go to coinkite.com. Get your hardware devices. Get your SATS card. Get your tap signers. Get your your block clocks. Coinkite.com. I don't know if we have a promo code. Just try Put in some random letters. See if it does anything for you. Enjoy this rip. Tiki. You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. And we're live. You're in the woods. 
Is there any I'm bears? I'm in a remote, undisclosed, remote, undisclosed location. Have you seen any bears out there? I have not, but apparently they can swim, which I didn't realize. I can swim. You got to kill the bears. You gotta, you, do not do not fight a bear in the water. I think that's probably use land to your advantage. Are humans the most awkward animals in in water? else is more awkward cats don't like water deer can swim can they i don't know deer can swim. but deer definitely swim really awkwardly yeah um we got a tight rip today freaks early rip carlos you're welcome seeing the uh seeing the chat thanking us for for the coffee rip um, he's, I don't see him yet on the YouTube chat. I have such bad reception. I can't be in the Nostra chat right now. Otherwise I'm going to, we've got nobody in the chat except for buff dog coffee rip. Thank you for joining us. Buff dog. Well, to be, to be fair, I gave them about 45 minutes notice on Nostra. That's good. I was late. I was getting a haircut this morning Good to go. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. Uh, the freaks told me to get a haircut last week, if I recall correctly. Told you to get a haircut? Your hair is getting long. This is... Yeah. You're usually bull market unsheveled. You're bear market unsheveled this cycle. It's just all blending into each other now. Disheveled. I've been in Bitcoin. We've been in Bitcoin too long. I, um, I mean, I in, in that regard, should we talk about the elephant in the room, Marcus? Are you... Uh, are you <laughs> Am I what? Are you weft deep state? Yes, yes. My my plot has been foiled. No, that was a funny, uh, a funny event over the weekend. I mean, that information's been public for two years. It was funny when it first came out; people freaked out about it. It was on for like a year and a half. It was like on the bottom of every bent with your home address. Yeah, yeah. You guys can go look that up because I don't live there anymore. But yeah, it was. They and like they like brought your brother into it. Like your brother's involved with it. I I just I uh, I always speculated. You know this. I've told you this like a million times at bars at like two in the morning. That like we win. We'll know we won when like the conspiracy theories are about us. Yeah. But I just didn't think it was going to happen this quickly. Not in a bear market. This is like the worst time. Well, bear market, Bitcoin, Twitter is like, they just pick a new person to try and cancel every day. Yeah. And it was me over the weekend, apparently. Um, but I guess this gives me the opportunity to tell the story of Marty Bent, the pen name. Um, <laughs> it literally started, like, if you look at my Twitter profile, I started this, my Twitter profile in 2011. So before I even was really into Bitcoin and it was literally, I was just a dumb 19 or 20 year old. And my cousins <laughs> made the nickname. They were trying to make fun of me. They're like, you're not Marcus Dent. Like, you're Martin Bent, Marty Bent. And I just made that my Twitter name because I wanted it to be. It was like, but back then Twitter was like a f- fun playground and you made fake names and talked and then turned into convenient pen name. Marty's Bent has a nice ring to it. And uh, B Bitcoin. Yeah. My real name is Marcus Dent. Everybody, everybody knows that now. And I do think my real name's stronger. It's a, it's a strong Roman name there. But yeah. I, 
I love how like uh, like part of the conspiracy theory is that like two podcasters like how could they end up leading the strike round? Like, do people realize that strike was announced on RHR? Like we go so far back with Maulers, he's fucking brother. Yeah, like it should not be surprising at all. The fucking do better, do better with your conspiracies. And I want to all the aliens. And for all those uh, following the conspiracy theories of a certain Wookie, um, it's important to remember that that dude got Canadian truckers doxxed. So um, maybe not the best source to be taking information from. And as it pertains, to like Fortress. So Cathedra was formerly Fortress Technologies, Fortress Blockchain Technologies. Um, and AJ and Drew and the management team and the directors decided that a rebrand with the new management was, was appropriate in the direction they wanted to take it in. So we rebranded. And then there was this whole... First it started, like people thought I was involved with Fortress Trust, which I've never been. Fortress Technologies. Yeah, they thought you were a board member on Fortress Trust. Yeah, but then other people found another Fortress Technologies that was bought by General Dynamics in 2011. <laughs> and General Dynamics was funded by the Department of Defense. So they tried to say that Cathedra is funded by the Department of Defense, but that's a completely different Fortress Technologies that was absorbed into the public publicly traded company General Dynamics in 2011. No, uh, no connection there, but nice try. Um, I wish we were taking... The government money would be good, easy money, you know, use it to weaponize Bitcoin against the government. Fuck that, Marty. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Wait, everybody and more people know my real name now. Yeah, no, look, we're going to continue. We're going to continue to be open on honest. Like if you have any questions for us, like we try and build everything out in the open for years now. Um, we're I'm we're always happy to answer questions. Any any question if you're acting in good faith, we're happy to answer questions. There are certain people that I've answered their questions over and over again and they continue to lie and I'm not gonna answer them. But um if you're a freak, ask away. We'll always we'll always we'll always be as forthcoming as, as possible. Yeah. Um and I, I you know, on the ten thirty one side, we've invested and supported thirty five Bitcoin companies. Um not every company in the portfolio is uh, in the same standing in terms of of of, of size by far, um, but it's it's a little bit uncouth to talk about specific breakdowns there. Um, but I will say. Uh, did I freeze up? No, you're good. Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say, uh, well, for whatever it's worth, Swan is less than 1% of our portfolio. <laughs> so if you think uh, that would change how I act about them, um, you're sorely, you're sorely mistaken. Going to be critical, try and push people toward the right direction, give good advice. Um. Yeah. If you want to cancel people, just a reminder that almost every influencer on Twitter shilled Swan what ref links, um, but me and Marty did not. It's, 
can only stand by our record. Um, <laughs> should we get into the Bitcoin news of the week? Should we get a sure. dashboard? Yeah, and it's like uh, another thing too. I mean, I'm not going to be able to, I don't have this anymore, but the running joke behind the scenes for people who knew my real name. Um, was I better OPSEC than Matt O'Dell for, for many years in this space? Completely blown when you when you join the board of a publicly traded company, though, and you put your n real name in the footer of, of your newsletter for the first two years. <laughs> um, with that in mind, going over to Clark's dashboard, the current price of Bitcoin is 26535 cuck bucks. One cuck buck's going to get you 3769 sats. Nice. I'm sitting at a $517.2 billion market cap. We're at block height 808,724. There are currently 19,491,811 Bitcoin that have been distributed to the market. So that means there are less than 1,510,000 Bitcoin left to go. So it's getting scarcer, freaks. We are... Oh, this is interesting. We're 1,708 blocks away from the next difficulty adjustment. Right now, it's estimated to be... Oh, we had a difficulty adjustment. That's why it's interesting. So I thought it would be an upward adjustment. We had a difficulty adjustment between this episode and last week's episode. It was an upward adjustment of 5.5%. We are 1,708 blocks away from the next adjustment, which is estimated to be a downward adjustment of negative 5.7% on October 2nd. There are currently 122,282 transactions in Clark's mempool. We go over to mempool.space. There are currently 212 blocks of transactions in the mempool, and their mempool is seeing 433,935 transactions. Samurai's Whirlpool, all-time high on RHR, 8,940.07 BTC. It's 237.3 million cuck bucks in unspent value. And on that note, uh, I'd really like to give uh, a proper shill to Death Athletic, the documentary that will be premiering next month, I believe. I think the trailer is dropping today, so go check that out. It is a documentary um, about Defense Distributed and the 3D printed gun movement, uh, Jessica Solskjaer. As the director, she followed the defense distributed team uh, and the 3D printed gun movement for, I believe, seven years, seven or eight years. And it's a really well done documentary. I got the chance to watch that a couple nights ago. Uh, executive produced by the Samurai team. Um, it's very proud. Yeah, they, that gave they supported her, that. They gave her a grant, right? For that. Yeah. yeah. It was a really well done movie. Did you see it? No, I have not. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I got a link for you if you want to watch it. There's, just, there's so much overlap with the um, the 3D printing and the, just the firearms community in general and Bitcoin. Um, I think both communities can learn a lot from each other. Um, it's it's they're they're both freedom tech communities, um, and you know I just yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking I, forward to watching it and rip chips. No, I think there's a lot of lessons to be gleaned, particularly by the way defense distributed 
use the court system to like get 3D printed gun files solidified as free speech um, supported by the first, second, and fourth amendment, I believe. Um, there's a lot of lessons to be learned f- um, by Bitcoiners from how they, they approached the problems that they dealt with at Defense Distributed. And there was a good section in the movie on Jay Stark and how he really pushed, took took what Defense Distributed did and pushed it forward um, with his model gun that's been picked up by um, uh, people in Myanmar and other parts of the world that are fighting for freedom. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad they included him in it because when he was murdered, it really broke me, and uh, it broke me how like most people just seem to not care and were just completely ignorant of it. Um, so yeah, he got heart attack gunned. It seems like really, really odd circumstances for how he died. Similar to Michael Hastings, where he got approached by. Yeah. The German FBI agency, and then mysteriously ended up dead a couple of days later. I mean, I'm pretty sure Michael Hastings was murdered, but Jay Stark is way more. They made it way more obvious. Like Jay Stark, they he, they found him like in a car, dead outside his parents' house. Twenty eight year old uh, died of a heart attack in his car. Like, yeah, like they probably tortured him, and he died during the torturing, and. uh is, is like, I yeah, I don't know. But like Michael Hastings, like they took his smart car and drove it into a wall. So yeah, that Mercedes. was a little bit more discreet. <laughs> That's not very discreet. They uh, took control of his car and I believe it was in I LA mean, or something. Dude, went- leaving him, leaving Jay Stark's dead outside of his parents' house is like mob sending a message. Like that's like... Uh, <laughs> That's like a whole, a whole nother level of, 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 of criminality, you know? Yeah. Know. Yeah. I'm just making uh, up in the chat saying no super chats. We do our super chats on uh zap.stream. Yeah. RHR.tv slash stream. There's the Noster chat that has Bitcoin integrated. Yeah. You can do super chats there. All right. I'm going to have Jessica, the director of Death Athletic. We're going to record an episode of TFTC next Monday. So look out for that. When does it come out? Next month. The trailer dropped today, I believe. So go look for it. Uh, is it going to be like Netflix or something? Like how is she doing it? It's indie. It's very indie. I think they're self-distributing. Cool. Maybe it'll get to Netflix eventually if, if it gets enough support. Send me the link. I would love to watch it. Okay. Um, all right, to the list. Tor Browser and Tails issued patches for WebP critical zero-day exploit affecting all major browsers. It seems pretty big. Microsoft Edge, Firefox, Chrome, Safari, as well as most other popular browsers have all released patches for CVE 2023-4863. Um since many of these browsers are built on the Chromium platform, the same platform that Chrome is based on, this could affect their users as well. The same risk is also applicable to Firefox browser clients, clones, excuse me, said Chris Hook, consumer privacy advocate at Pixel Privacy. 
Um, opening a malicious web peep image could lead to a heap buffer overflow in the content process. Once exploited, it can lead to system crashes and arbitrary code execution, allowing a remote attacker to perform an out of bounds memory write through a malicious web P image. So, um, seems like update. a pretty big update. Yeah. yeah. Update your browsers, people. That's why I put it on the front of the list. Update your browsers. This is pretty messed up. Uh, haven't agreed with everything that Cobra does has done in the past, but um, this is something where people should definitely come to his defense. Bitcoin.org operator Cobra must reveal his identity to defend himself or their themselves. Uh, in the UK High Court has ruled, and this is in regards to uh, the Craig Wright uh, lawsuits that he's been thrusting on Bitcoin developers and he put a lawsuit on Bitcoin.org specifically for distributing the Bitcoin white paper and uh, the Bitcoin core source code. And so actually, I believe this this ruling has also made it so that Bitcoin.org can't present the white paper or Bitcoin core um, versions on their website to, to UK citizens at the moment. Yeah, I think there was just a lot of misinformation intentionally. Um from the BSV crew, the scammers over there. Um, like this was not, Cobra just automatically lost his case because he, he refused to go to court and dox himself. So it was a default judgment against him. They're like, this is this is a, a, a constant play on their part of trying to dox um, private contributors to Bitcoin by using the legal system uh, to do it. So they're weaponizing the legal system to go after NIMS and and attempt to force them to dox themselves. And Cobra uh, wasn't willing to do that. Good for him. And I heard rumors that Craig Wright's being extradited back to Australia to face the court system there for some fraud allegations. That was not on my radar. Uh, for the record, freaks, I'm sorry about my poor quality. Um, as we said earlier, I'm in the woods in undisclosed locations, so RHR must go on. Don't want to skip the week, and as a result, I'm streaming in via a mobile hotspot. It's okay. I like the grainy Odell. It's very optic friendly. It is. Um, yeah. So this Craig Wright stuff, it's really bad. And so I guess with the information that you can't get the white paper and more importantly, I would argue because the white paper is pretty easy to find, but um, downloading Bitcoin core, you can't do that via Bitcoin.org in the UK. Now, where can people go find Bitcoin core to download in the UK? If they, they're used to going to Bitcoin.org. Bitcoin, Bitcoincore.org. Easy to remember. Yeah, but you can't, they can't use it. In the UK. No, no, there's a different website, bitcoincore.org, not bitcoin.org. Okay. So be aware of that. Make sure you're verifying the signatures before downloading Bitcoin Core. Um, Always. Yeah. This is really cool to see. Start OS and Umbrella OS now let you self-host private AI models. Um, This is a really cool trend to see. Um, 
I believe they're using llama. It's a start. They are. I love. Uh, I love that this. There's like we're still so early in AI um, in these AI tools, and I love that there's there's just so much momentum on the self-hosting side. Um, I've been personally playing around with LM Studio, where you can just you can literally run it locally on your MacBook, and like an M2 MacBook, which is fucking insane to me. Um, but this is incredibly important because if you're using ChatGPT, you know, OpenAI's like proprietary shit, like they're tracking everything you do. They ask you for phone numbers. They they ask you for personal identifiable information. They have your credit card information. And they're tracking every single one of your searches. Um, so if you do want to use these tools, it's best to self-host. And it's awesome that uh, that Start9 and uh, Umbral are, are making that easier for people who are already using their stack. Yeah. No, this is this trend has been really cool to see not only self-hosting AI models on your own hardware. Uh, one thing to note, you should... Be careful if you're running like Bitcoin stuff in parallel with this. I don't know how they interact. So just something to be aware of. But the trend of being able to self-host your own models. And then I believe we talked about last week, GPUtopia, sort of opening up the democratization of markets for compute, where you can put your compute up uh, and rent it out to people for Bitcoin. And on the other side of that, you can use Bitcoin to get access to compute of a distributed GPU mesh network. And I actually wrote a bent two days ago of a trend. I've really been falling down the AI, AI rabbit hole. And I've reached the part of the rabbit hole where you get to the base layer of these AI models, which is the GPU compute, and the data centers. And I'm becoming more and more convinced that there's going to be emerging of AI data centers and Bitcoin mining facilities. And this is because once the market for GPUs hits an equilibrium right now, it's extremely lopsided. There's very little supply, very high demand, but you have to imagine as we move forward in time, uh, the chip producers will, um, will produce enough supply to service that demand and the market for GPU compute will become somewhat commoditized at that point. All these AI companies are going to have to compete on costs, particularly their electricity cost. And this is where I think Bitcoin mining is going to come into play, where if these AI companies, particularly if they're training models, which demands very high uptime, you don't want any uh, downtime if you're training models, because you got to run a lot of computations and the name of the game is speed to market. Um, you're going to, to get lower electricity costs, you're going to have to participate in demand response programs. And if you want to do that, you're going to have to have some Bitcoin mining um, capabilities on site. And so when you go to get your power contract, you say, hey, I'm an AI data center. And we have some Bitcoin mining capabilities as well. Let's lock down a power contract, let's say 10 megawatts, and we'll, um, we'll do seven megawatts of GPU mining and three megawatts of ASIC mining, and that three megawatts can participate in demand response so that we can lock in lower pricing. I'm becoming pretty convinced that at scale, that is going to be the model that a lot of these AI data centers go after. Um, and we've already seen this is actually the Bitcoin, Bitcoin miners have actually led this charge, whether it's Crusoe, um, I believe Grid uh, and Iris have really been getting into the GPU hosting game as well. And 
the, the combination of Bitcoin mining and GPU uh, compute makes a lot of sense. And where both markets are going to get the lowest costs, you're going to have to participate in demand response if you're connected to the grid. And so I think that the trend of co-locating GPUs and ASICs will, will materialize in, in earnest at some point, probably on the back half of this decade. Definitely agree on that. Yeah. We're we're 100% aligned. Yeah. Uh, Molvad has partnered with Tailscale and completed a migration to RAM-only VPN infrastructure. Walk us through this. This is really fucking cool. So uh, Molvad is one of the most popular hosted VPN services. Um, they do a lot of things to try and... Uh, it's important to realize if you're using a hosted VPN, it, you're, you're putting a lot of trust into the VPN provider um, to not be tracking you, not keeping logs, not doing all this other stuff. Um, Molvad has has a very strong rec- reputation, a, a, a long history operating in the space, trying to do best by their customers. Um, and But also at the same time, like there's a strong business reason for Molvad to try and reduce their liability as much as possible because trusted third parties um, are often pressured by governments um, or other malicious actors. So in this case, uh, this setup um, protects Molvad and protects their users uh, because if a because everything is running in RAM, um, if a server gets powered down, uh, everything is automatically wiped. Um, so it, it 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 like it protects them from liability. It protects users from from being tracked by like non Molvad. Like if someone malicious is trying to come in and 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 compromise the server. Um, so it's just a really novel and cool innovation. Um, and I would love to see more hosted VPN providers um, move to, to a similar model. It's really fucking cool. This is a really cool uh, innovation on their front. Yeah. It's really cool to see Mulvad. One of my favorite VPNs and another VPN that we really like here is IVPN, and they launched IVPN Lite this week, which is short-term VPN access priced in SATs and accessible via the Lightning Network, so you can get VPN access in 60 seconds um, and paying for short-duration VPN access using the Lightning Network. And very high signal here. Somebody who gave this praise who thinks the Lightning Network is a shitcoin and had their interest peaked was Tom from standard Bitcoin. So um, if he's giving uh, a nod to this being a cool product, um, we're going in the right direction. And this is cool to see. I mean, this is the beauty of the lightning network. It it provides the ability to, to do things like this on the micro scale. Yeah. To be clear. um, Yeah. IVPN and and Mulvad are my two favorite hosted VPN providers. Uh, What's cool about both of them is that you're able to pay with Bitcoin. You don't have to give an email address or any other personal identifiable information by default. Um, so you simply pay with Bitcoin and you get your credentials. Um, Molvad only accepts on-chain, uh, but there are proxy services where you can pay with Lightning if you want to, specifically vpn.sovereign.engineering. Um, IVPN runs their own BTC Pay instance, which is cool. 
Um, and this is, this is awesome. It just reduces the friction. It allows you to, um, easily rotate identities, right. Rather than using the same account for a year or something like that. Um, and, and, and it's just, it just makes the user experience better. Yeah. Shout out to Carl Dong for creating that lightning gateway to Mulvad. I believe he was the one behind that project. Correct. It works really well. Yeah. So Dell is using face obscuring tech. It's called a shitty connection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, simple Bitcoin wallet version 2.5.2 has been released. This gives you the ability to attach external wallets. Which is cool to see. If you're using si single, uh, simple Bitcoin wallet, go check that out. Phoenix Android version 2.0.6 has been released. iOS version 2.0 beta is now on test flight. So all of you iOS users who are looking for a non-custodial lightning wallet and I, haven't tested out Phoenix, you can go do that now via test flight. I see, uh, I'm just gonna stop you for a second. I see Pablo uh, in the chat. Um, and I just wanted to mention, I think it was a couple of weeks ago we were talking about his project NSEC Bunker for Noster. And my understanding of it was just completely wrong. Um, it's actually cooler than I thought it was. Uh, so NSEC Bunker is like this idea that you want to protect your Nostra private key and you don't want to like add it into every app you use because every time you add it into an app, you might get your private key compromised. Um, and I thought NSEC Bunker was like an app that like locally ran on your phone or, or your computer. So like, obviously still, if your phone was compromised, uh, you would, you would lose your, your private key, but it actually runs like on a server at home. Right. So you run it on like, like an umbrella or a start nine or something at home. Um, and you don't even have your keys on your phone period. So you can like travel the world, not have your Nostra private keys on your phone. Um, but still sign into Nostra and use Nostra services and the communication between the phone and your private key, the NSEC bunker that's running at home is actually through Noster, like it broadcasts a Noster event. Um, and and that handshake happens through Noster, which is really fucking cool. Like I did not appreciate how cool it was. So huge shout out to Pablo. And this is safe due to the end-to-end -end, end -end encryption that the messages leverage on Noster. So it can live on these servers and only you can get access to it. Yeah, you're just you're you're doing you're doing the communication through through Noster. Yeah. The handshake. Hell yeah. Shout out to you, Pablo. Thank you, sir. Moving on, software updates. We'll do software updates first, then we'll do boost, and then we can riff a little bit. It's gonna be a quick rip today, freaks. Uh Breeze Mobile version zero point sixteen has been released. iOS version 1.0.22 has been released. This comes with UI improvements and bug fixes. Another non-custodial lightning wallet. We've got a lot of non-custodial lightning wallet updates here. Zeus version 0.8.0 alpha is now available to Olympus subscribers. Open beta is coming soon. Um, nothing too crazy here with that update. Uh, Nick's Bitcoin version 0.0.98 has been released. If you're running Nick's Bitcoin, go check that out. Um, they've updated their BTC Pay server. 
CL Boss, C Lightning, and HWI. So we're using any of those functionalities on Next Bitcoin. They have the latest versions there. Back to self-sovereign, non-custodial Bitcoin Lightning wallets, Mutiny Node version 0.4.17 has been released with NWC budgeting and Mutiny Wallet version 0.4.19 has been released with the same NWC budgeting. Basically, um, right, so Mutiny Node is the back end and the Mutiny Wallet is the front end. And basically what they added was... Um, you can use Mutiny to do Nostr apps when you send Bitcoin to Nostr users. Um, but previously, you had to then open Mutiny Wallet and approve the Zap, which was just a really horrible flow and it had a lot of friction. So now you can you know, set it up so uh, Zaps under a certain amount up to a certain budget uh, automatically get approved when you click it, um, which just makes the UX just way better. Yeah. We're all for better UX here at RHR. Huge shout out to the Mutiny team. They just keep shipping. It's fucking awesome. They're right outside the store right now, working away. Let's fucking go. Stort version 0.1.14 has been released with Zap Splits. This is cool to see. Bringing the splits function popularized by podcasting 2.0 to Noster. I think that's uh, actually, was at a dinner last night and gave a demonstration so if you see uh, myself boosting TFTC uh, in Fountain or any of the other podcasting 2.0 apps, uh, it's because last night I gave a demo um, and it was sort of mind blowing for this individual. I showed him, I went into Fountain, boosted uh, TFTC 500 sats and then switched over to my Zeus wallet, which is connected to uh, TFTC for podcasting 2.0 and the sats were there immediately. He was sort of astonished that they showed up in the wallet in, in the seconds. Re the real reason Marty boosts his own show is because he's a weft shill trying to climb the charts. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I just wanted to point out here that uh, the splits with zaps is a little bit less graceful than podcasting 2.0. Podcasting 2.0 uses key send, which is a push payment. Um, so like with key send, all you need is a pub key, uh, a pub key of someone's node, and you're able to add them to the splits. Um, with uh, the, the, the major negative of key send is you don't have receipts. So Noster uses LNURL because you get the receipts. Um, and that allows you, know, you to have these, the social signal, right? Like you zapped, Odell zapped a thousand sats, right, to Marty. Right. And it, and it shows up underneath. Um, you can't do that with Keysend, uh, but it also makes it a little bit more complicated when you're doing these splits. And it's up to the clients on how they want to handle that, um, because you're, you're basically what you're doing uh, is is you're pulling LN, you're, you're using LN URL to pull invoices, on demand invoices from everyone in the split. Um, so it's a little bit less graceful. It accomplishes the same end goal which is this idea of automatically splitting donations among a bunch of people. So it's really great to see. Also, I see Ben Carmen in the comments saying <laughs> that Marty is showing fake news and he's at bed at home. Get your ass to the office, Ben. What the hell are you doing in bed? <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. He's shipping. No, we joke about this. Ben shows up at 2 p.m. every day. He's like a, a 2 a.m. to 2 p.m. guy. Or 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. guy. Ooh, 
There's some nice nature sounds behind you there. There you go. What was that? I was wondering if you might pick that up. Is that a bear? It's just an animal doxy my location. That would be like that would be the most poetic yeah. thing if Matt gets attacked by a bear in the middle of the bear market live on air. <laughs> It'd be better for you than for me. I, w- I mean, I'd try to help as best I can. I'd be screaming as loud as possible, hoping somebody can hear your laptop. There's a shotgun about five feet from me, so. Oh, that's good. You know how to use it. Last software update on Noster, Amethyst version 0.77.0 alpha has been released with Amber support. So it marks the beginning of a new era for Noster. Android, a native signing app. Amber can now store the keys while every other Noster app focuses on their own use cases. The time of inserting your private key in every native app is over. That's what the Amethyst team is saying. Well, at least technically over. Consider this a test release. Bugs are expected. Um, so cool yeah, so I think this is... I think this is what I like how I thought NSEC Bunker worked originally. Like you run it locally on your device. Um, dude, it's so hard in a good way. It's so hard to keep up with uh, Amethyst. Like Vitter just like constantly is like adding new features to it. If you use Amethyst for Noster, it's like you have a completely different experience than people that are using other clients because there's just all these fucking features in it um, that don't exist in the other ones. It's pretty crazy. It's the beauty of it. Robust client competition. That's what you want to see. All right, that's all we got on the list this week. I've got a few things we can bring up, and we do have a link. We should watch the uh, trailer for Death Athletic because it is really cool. Um, But before we do that, we do have to read two weeks' worth of boost because we forgot. Did we get to them during our party last week? I don't think we did. I don't know. I was like too triggered by Parker's horrible opinion on Zaps. Yeah, no, we didn't get to them. And I'm sorry. Ah, this is actually good. Because one is timely. Uh, Sorry, we fucked up for one of the freaks. And they're just in time for the other. Uh, Top four boosts from Rabbit Hole Recap 269. Bitcoin mining saves the Texas grid. Hey, how are you from Bitcoin Bay? A friendly neighborhood nonprofit coming to you live from grassroots Bitcoin at the park. We're hard at work in Tampa building the vacation spot for Bitcoiners in the first circular economy in the U.S. If anyone is considering starting a meetup, we've created a seed packet with basic resources and presentations. Reach out uh, on X, I believe, at Bitcoin Bay TPA, at Bitcoin Bay, B-A-Y-T-P-A, on Twitter or BitcoinBay.live. And stay tuned for some big announcements in the near future. Stay humble, stack meetups. Great advice. At Rocket. 100,000. How, ma- <laughs> how, how many sats did uh, uh, Bitcoin- Bay Area Bitcoiners do? 100,420 sats. Thank you for your support, freaks. Thank you. And come rocket. You going to do it, Logan? It come rocket. There was a pleasure hosting them in uh, Nashville. Yeah. Thank you Great for the crew. boost. Come rocket with 100,069 sats. Nice. Bit Valley Central Bitcoin meetup in Modesto, California. It's September 24th, so that is Sunday, I believe. 
at Commonwealth, which is 1022 11th Street in Modesto, California. Come meet us at the Commonwealth for a beer with other Bitcoiners as a casual event to meet other local Bitcoiners after a long day of work. So it's probably Monday night. Uh, all levels welcome. No shitcoiners. Shitcoiners be warned. And at Dash boosted us 100,005 sats. Uh, Dash, I'm terribly sorry because this meetup is over. Um, shout out to Matt and Marty from the Tokyo Citadel. We are a new group based in Japan, running regular meetups to promote freedom tech, Bitcoin, and the circular economy in Japan. Most of our members are huge fans of RHR and Citadel Dispatch. We will be hosting Honey Badger Hiroba in Tokyo on the 21st of September, which um, was yesterday in Japan. Uh, no, and today. It might be going on right oh, now. Oh, it was yesterday in it was yesterday in Japan, right? It's yeah. today. It's today, not in Japan. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> time zones. Fucking time zones. Uh, inviting all Japan-based freaks to join us. I hope you guys made it there without this announcement. Uh, visit us at TokyoCitadel.com with links to our meetup page and Telegram and Noster. Sorry, oh, guys. Wait, no, wait. It's tonight. Yeah. He responded to that comment. Sorry, that should have said September 22nd. So if you're listening live, if you're just waking up in Japan, or wait, no, it's probably like, you're probably going to wake up and listen to this. Your meetup's tonight. All you Japanese freaks in Tokyo. Go to the meetup. Go to the meetup. Meetup good. All right, we made it just in time. Nice. At Gary Krause, 100,000, one sats, palindrome boost, Six figures for all top four boosts for RIP269. Love to see this. Say it with me. Makan Kura. It's slang for money. And this is in reference to the uh, the African uh, wallet app that, that we announced a couple of weeks ago. And I apparently pronounced it terribly wrong. It's Makan Kura. Oh, Ma- Kura. Yeah. Manchu Nakara or whatever. How yeah, do you pronounce it? Makan Kura. Makan Kura. Makan okay, Kura. maybe I'll remember that now. Makan Kura. Historically, very bad at pronouncing things. I I got to meet uh, Gary. Gary was at the park last week too. Uh, great dude. It was a pleasure to finally meet him. Yeah, Gary. Gary sends a lot of hats to this. I think Gary might have been the guy behind the uh, the blue checks too. Top four boosts for Rabbit Hole Recap two seventy of Ripple in time. At eight myth randier seventy seven thousand seven hundred seventy seven sats sevens across the board palindrome boost. There is a nuance to company profit story. Profit margins are at recent highs, not just nominal profits. Companies on earnings calls were pushing price over volume, saying they had pricing power. This was supported by government handouts to the consumer. If inflation persists, without government handouts. Expect company profit margins to go lower as they lose their pricing power. Wages lag CPI, so expect wage increases to further compress profit margins. Margins, and I think this is in regards to uh, the Canadian inflation story and Justin Trudeau's lambasting of the grocery stores. I think this point still stands, though. Um, they printed. I wrote a Ben about this Monday or la- yeah Monday. Just trying to blame the grocery stores for inflation after you increased your monetary base by 3x in the course of three years is a massive cop out. The key point is price controls don't work and they make everything worse. Yeah. And taxing the corporations is not going to make prices go higher. I just want to say, I really do feel like 
that title of that last week's episode was one of our best titles in five years. It's a, a good title. Time. It's a very good title. Shout out to us. Shout out to us. <laughs> That's you. Shout out to you. you. You came up with that one. At Z-Man 60, 60,006 sats, palindrome boost, pen names. What good did a blue check do if it was verifying someone that isn't real? Odell, do you really exist? I'm so confused. Z-Man. I told you. We, we had the debate and I, I was trying to hide it. Didn't verify my identity. You dirty blue check. <laughs> TFTC still has a blue check. It's a corporation. At Dr. Doggy Balls, 55,555 sats, fives across the board, palindrome boost. Fellas, I enjoyed the discussion of the cold card pen testing in RHR 270. I love the cold card MK4 and have a pre-order in for the Q1. Agree that the stateless devices may not make a ton of sense for a wallet that you're using for frequent outgoing transactions daily. However, for long term, i.e. years, decades, hodl on multi-sig, I think stateless is perfect as you keep everything analog and don't need to worry about future zero-day vulnerabilities, firmware upgrades, device failures, etc. Just pure BIP39. Have you considered having at SeedSigner on one of your pods to talk about stateful versus stateless signing devices? It would be cool to hear his perspective. I'm pretty sure you've had him on Citadel There's, Dispatch. SeedSigner has been on Dispatch like three times. Uh, yeah. So go to the search Citadel Dispatch in your favorite podcast app and go in the back catalog. Yeah, I need to get him um, on I TFTC. Agree, I, look, I agree with that take. I 100% agree with that take. Um, it, but like at the end of the day, once again, it's like how are you how are you protecting your private key? And uh, if 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 you have it on a if you have it on a device, if you have it on a hardware wallet, um, it should you know it it should be protected like you you want to protect it as you want to make it as hard as possible for someone to extract the private key from that hardware wallet um and and if you are if you are entering a seed or a private key or scanning a seed qr code or something into a device um you also want that device not to be compromised because if that device is compromised so everything has trade-offs it's important to realize that um I think you can also use cold card in a stateless way if you wanted to. Um, but uh, if, 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 if you're keeping your private key in an accessible place, let's say like you need to sign very often and it's in your office or something like that, it's easier to secure a private key in, inside of a cold card because of the secure elements and because of the precautions that they take um, than it is to secure it on paper or steel. Um, and of course, passphrases help. You can obviously use a passphrase with cold card too. Um, so there's there's nuance here, but everything has trade-offs. Understand the trade-offs so you can make an educated decision yourself. Um, I have supported the Seed Signer project for many years and will continue to. And uh, I actually just saw uh, both of the lead maintainers uh, in Nashville last week as well. Uh, they were at the park. Um, and it's always great seeing them. Trade-offs freaks, understand them, internalize them, make a decision that best suits your needs. Last boost of last week's rip at N0US3F0R4N4M3, uh, 50,069 sats. Nice. Gigi, I know you're listening. You should seriously consider NPUB1AQ4HQCRVGDACXWXYN4WUHN. 9 
G-V-V-5-H-H-N-2-T-8-A-8-D-H-6-3-E-G-8-J-Y-L-3-4-J-F-R-K-X-S-Z-8-T-R-5-L for the head of Fiat Operations role at OpenSats. P.S. Young Gandalf featured Uncle Snotty. Party rips are my fave RHR episodes. Um, freaks, this is why NIP5 exists. You can follow me at Odell at WeRunBTC.com on Noster. Don't make Marty read NPUBs. Um, I, uh, or Primal.net slash Odell. Um, Marty, your reading of the head of Fiat Ops role uh, on RHR when we cold opened and you, 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 read, you read the full job posting you helped us get over a hundred applications. So if you're one of those people that applied, thank you uh, for for applying. Thank you for wanting to contribute to OpenSats. Uh, we can use the help, um, but just know that, you know, it's gonna take a little while for, for us to go through the applications and get back to people. Um, lot, lot, of, lot of interest. That's funny, I can't read too good, but it's one of the things I'm best at is reading things live on air. Um, and Gigi's really good at writing. The combination of Gigi's <laughs> writing and your voice was iconic. Iconic. I like that. Shout out to me. Shout out to me for all those people who, <laughs> who applied to the job of head of Fiat Operations. Good luck to everybody who applied. Only one will make it through the gauntlet that Gigi has put forth. But good luck. High competition. That's good to see. 100 applications. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's all we got on the list. Anything you want to talk about? You want to talk about Jerome Powell? Is, is, especially since Gigi did not oversell it at all. He was like, do you hate your life? Do you want to interact with banks and lawyers? Like, <laughs> and people still wanted to contribute, which is awesome. Um, I don't know. I've been mostly checked out this week. Uh, what, what have you found interesting? I've been pretty checked out as well. I've been pretty busy, which is a good thing. Um, let me pull up what I've been tweeting about. Um, recorded a really good episode of Matt Corral that dropped last week. Highly recommend you guys go check it out again. I think Matt is one of the more humble developers in the space and brings a very pragmatic view to the state of the lightning network, what's working, what's not, what needs to be improved. Um, so if you're interested in learning the perspective of somebody who's on the cutting edge of the lightning network, particularly and more specifically LDK. I think Matt's insights on that during that conversation were um, very insightful. Uh, that's all I got. Parker put out a good, a good piece this week. Pay, um, pay me in Bitcoin theory, which I think is really good. Gradually really. then suddenly dot X, Y, Z. Yes. Um, it's dude. It's so good to see, Parker on the circular economy spending Bitcoin train. Um, I'm so, so happy to have him there. And now he just needs to figure out Nostrand's apps and then <laughs> we're off to the races. Um, everyone should check that out. Should we watch this trailer? Yeah, let me uh, put it in the show notes for you, Logan. Or Slack. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Here we go. Oh yeah, this is interesting. We have Philip Rizzo um, in the comments, Rider Die Freak. Uh, Jack canned, Dorsey canned the head of 
I don't think Square he came there. I think she stepped down. Oh, did she step down? Yeah. And uh, he's he's he took the rollover, so he's he's leading Square's merchant uh, arm right now. Yeah, and there are a lot of questions out there. Why does Cash App have all this Bitcoin functionality, but the Square POS systems don't? Danny uh, DeKrieger um, responded to some people on Twitter earlier this week saying that there's pretty big uh, border between Firewall. Cash App and Square. They don't really... Uh, it's almost like two different companies. Yeah, it is two but, different uh, companies. Hopefully they'll add Bitcoin soon. Uh, some people are theorizing that's why Jack took over the role. Um, I, it probably is way more likely that it gets added sooner because Jack is in the role. But my understanding was it was also related to... Like I think Square terminals like went down for eight hours or something, and people couldn't accept payments, and it was a whole fucking mess. Completely unrelated to it Bitcoin. was that. And Cash App was borked for a while there too. Apparently, there was a bug on Cash App where people could add a bunch of money they didn't have to their account and then go spend it, and people were spending like tens of thousands of dollars that they didn't have. Well, um, that's not good. No, now they're in debt. Um. Here's the trailer to Death Athletic. Let's go full screen with this. Oh, uh, never mind. It's going to break the screen. You can turn it up. I'm trying to at least be able to say I fought it. And I made them earn it. And I made them stand there and say, no, we control the internet. And we control you. This superstructure of power demands in the name of humanitarianism this complete monopoly of like the most tremendous battery of violence and arsenal of all time. And we reject that justification and say we should have access to some of these implements as well. And for that thinking alone, you are labeled a, a terrorist and a, and a criminal. You reach a point in being pro-gun where you stop caring about the Second Amendment and you realize that being armed is a human right. It's somehow neuro-linguistic programming to say, like, well, your private right to make a farm, which you've always had, somehow that private right is scary. So it's its way of divorcing you from what it should be, I think, a standard traditional activity. If you have the right to keep and bear arms, surely you have the right to make these arms and to know how to make them. The law is almost a challenge. You're democratizing technology. You're telling people you can't control this anymore. And I'm going to help you do that. And I'm going to give it to you for free. There's this total attack up on any type of practice which can suggest radical difference. The only philosophically coherent position is revolt. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. The defense distributed team does aesthetics very well. What is uh I look forward to watching it. What just, is what is the reason behind the name? Do you know why it's called Death Athletic? No, I'll ask Jessica on Monday when I have her in the studio. Cool. Yeah. A dissident architecture is the sub subtitle. So Death Athletic, a dissident architecture. Um the final movie was like an hour and 45 minutes, I believe. Hour 42 minutes. It was good. It was a great watch. 
I was enthralled. It was like one of those, I watched it on my laptop. It was one of those things where I didn't even go to another tab throughout the whole movie. So you go check it out. Do you watch a lot of movies where you're just like scrolling the internet? No, I don't really watch a lot of movies on my laptop, but I usually get uh, distracted pretty easily. It was not the case enough. while watching Death Athletic. Go check it out. Go support. Yeah, I think the goal is this is an indie film, so they need as much support as possible. I think it's an important film as well. Um, important story to get out there. Uh, and again, a lot of lessons to be learned by Bitcoiners from the defense distributed saga and the saga of Jay Stark and uh, how do, I know we don't like to talk about the state a lot here, but they successfully sued the state and won um, many times. Um, something we may have to do as Bitcoiners if the federal government gets overbearing with what they do and do not want American citizens to do with Bitcoin. And this problem is a global problem. Europe's got a lot of a lot of problems right now. Um, but yeah, quick morning rip here. I don't want to take you away from nature too long. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I love you freaks and uh, keep on keeping on stay on those tech sets. That's all we got. Short rip. Peace and love. Dickie.